Welcome everybody to the real deal with me, Larry Lawton and Benz What's is over up? here. And we got a great show here to you today. You know, we had a very busy week, and uh, I have Judge, uh, the Chief Judge of the 18th Judicial Circuit, Judge uh, Jessica Rexiedler. She's uh, I, I knew her from when she first run. Great judge, and we're going to talk to her about some stuff. The judges are fun, especially when they're human beings, and people get to see them as human beings, so I think it's a lot better uh, And on the show. And I know her, so she's a good person. And uh, I, I think she's going to be give the audience a good, uh, you know, a different perspective of what a judge does. And she's the chief judge, so she's in charge of all the judges. We also got today somebody who's going to come here and refute <laughs> some of the things we, you know my buddy Lewis we all four of us went down to the keys so yeah um, that, remind him a little bit about what's going on and then Lewis is here to set the record straight is that what it is yeah well on his view yeah okay, okay. <laughs> i think the, my audience is, is going to believe me he's that's what he said he was going to come in to do but i want to see your reaction to his truth okay we're going right, to see okay, what we're going to do is uh, first of all just to update everybody last friday Matter of fact, uh, we took off in Lewis's plane and uh, we went down with the four of us. We went down to the Keys. We had a great time. Great time. And uh, when I say we look like four kids, we were talking at the O'Galley Yacht Club the other night with the lads. Yeah. We were like four kids. We were like four frat boys. It was know? fun. It, it, was, it a was a lot, lot of, fun. of fun. I could imagine. And, uh, you know, there was, and the way we did it was great, too. We all chipped in. Everything's done. It's cheap i mean it was cheap yeah. you're talking really you're, about, you're talking to stingy lewis of course it's cheap well let me tell you wait let me let, <laughs> let, here let, we go look at that face. oh it's gonna start right now because <laughs> part of the trip was when we went to a strip club uh well back up let's talk about the nazi pilot first because oh, yes okay this guy doesn't shut up you you know that oh i mean we know larry sure and that's why i got a show we take off and the guy <laughs> is so loud and he's talk and i can't hear anything they're saying to me the towers. The, yeah, I can't right. hear anything. So I'm like listening with one ear, and this guy's just babbling and babbling. No. The whole time, this guy's babbling. And oh, he's setting you on fire oh, now. This guy's babbling. I couldn't concentrate, and then and then I'd hear moments of quick silence, and then a couple times. Once I think I missed a call. I, you know, I have to. No, that was right. on the way back when you had a different co-pilot. Yeah. Well, no. Listen, the other co-pilot. Much better, this guy. No, no, no. This wait. guy follows no rules. Okay, let, let, hold on, hold on. Let Larry me, I'm, I'm follows no rules. I'm no, no big rules. surprise. Yeah, it's a big really? surprise. Yeah, every <laughs> listener right now is like, <gasps> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so listen, this guy, we're flying down there. He's moving around. You know, he can't sit still. He's talking the whole time. I'm guarding my throttle, and I have a it's the like mix. A, it's a fuel the mixture. Fuel mixture. Yeah, and uh, for those who don't know, if you pull the mixture back, the plane just. <laughs> falls out of the sky. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, don't do that. Yeah. So I'm guarding this thing, and I'm literally holding my hand over on the, my leg. W no, your <laughs> leg kept touching my hand, which made it even weirder. I'm sitting there, and he can see what I'm doing, and then all of a sudden, his leg just casually touches, and it, he doesn't get bothered by this. He doesn't bother. Like if somebody was touching my leg, I'd go ahead and move I'd my like leg. it. No, no, I he like liked it. it. He of liked course, he kept it. Makes hand. sense. If yeah. you know Larry, you know that that's yeah, right. Yeah, so, of course. so I'm guarding it. And every, I think about four or five times, he kicked the pedals, which, you know, <laughs> the, when, you kick, rudders? A, yeah, the when you kick a pedal, it's a rudder. It, it, it's almost as if I, you're driving with me and I just grab your steering wheel. 
Oh, and move okay, it. Okay, wait. Like now, now we're gonna we're gonna straighten this part out. Yeah. Right now, you said your piece. I yeah. got it. Now for, for the plane. Now, when we went down, you got to remember we're in a small plane. I'm a big guy. I'm wide. I am very. I'm a. I'm two hundred and fifty pounds. A little less than I lost yeah. weight. Yeah, right? like we're, just, we're just talking about I, that. I, I lost weight, but I'm a wide guy. Now I sit in the plane. Hey, they get they put you even they got a a, a life preserver on. I said, oh shit, what what am I doing here? I mean, is this, is this, am I gonna make it? Yeah, so, I, made it, I made him wear. Uh, he made no a life preserver. Fucking way! So listen, he, everybody he or just him? No, everybody, everybody except for me. But only because I only had three jackets. Is that a new thing? <laughs> only because we we're flying over a lot of water. Okay, so you and I were. I mean, we didn't fly over water, right? Yeah. We would need a parachute. So Lewis gets in there, and now listen. He he's touching my leg. It started feeling good, so I didn't want to touch that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, he he said, "Listen, everybody told you how many times did Lewis yell at you." Everybody I talked to who sat in that right seat said, Lewis, oh, he's going to yell at you. He will that yell at you in the church. So, uh, it's true. I he already that. admitted that he's a Nazi. Yeah. He sits on that freaking plane. You admitted that you were a Nazi? Uh, no. I admitted that I've yelled at a few people before. Uh, so, so it's not me. Well, has there always uh, been a reason for you to yell at somebody, or are you just randomly he's pissed anal. off? He's anal. He's anal. I'll give you an I would example. be doing fucking loops. I'll he's, give you an example. I came home with Chacha. He sat in the front. How many times did I make any comments to Chacha? I don't know. Zero. Well, you did that because you had to show me. No, yeah. no. He had nothing I could say. There was nothing I could say to this guy. Because you were looking for something. No, he followed He <laughs> followed the directions. Which is well, not touch is my the pedals. First, it's, it's not complicated. It's, it's easy directions because it's just sit fucking still. No, yeah. but you, listen, it's, it's this plane. It, listen, I had to get out of this plane. That, I should have took a video. How long was the flight? Out. It was an hour and 20 minutes. Hour and 20 minutes. That's all right. It was an hour and 20 minutes. short compared to our three-hour-ish trip. Yeah. Yeah, well, if you're on that plane three hours, you got to be nuts. Wasn't that bad? There's no, like, steward service shit either, you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I hit the button. Nobody cared. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) The only button I saw is the parachute. He said, you know the the pre-flight brief? If I pass out, pull this. That's the (laughs) pre-flight brief. It's better than if I pass out, you have no options. Sure, you know? I mean, sure, sure, it's, sure. It's a lot better than that. Yeah, we'll yeah. figure something At out. least you have an option. Could you land a plane? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, no, I could definitely land a plane. Yeah, I mean, he had some flight lessons, I think. I, I did. I had How a, many 40 hours? hours? 40 hours. I went to Oh, solo. he can definitely land Is a plane. Is 40 hours enough? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. For I sure. soloed, you know, so, yeah, yeah, I got, they ripped my shirt off and all that kind of shit during the- If you sold a plane, no, they never did that. Oh, that's what they did. That, that was a tradition. Once you sold, you did like you come. They rip your shirt off. All right, give me your pilot's like license. That. It's in my. Uh, it's in my car. I'm taking it away. They didn't rip your fucking. Yeah, he didn't rip his shirt. Yeah. No, that's what they do. Obviously, Lewis has 700 hours. I mean, I'm not talking. He's a really great pilot. I'm gonna give him all the props there. But in this situation, he admitted he yells at others. Obviously, Which you're wrong. Way, so now you can just admit you're a really rough guy to fucking fly. That's with not true. Crew. I'm not. Oh, come on. If you're touching pedals, if you're doing stuff, you're going to get yelled at, dude. That's it. Way it I didn't. Man, you make it's it sound it like I was hitting pedals all the time and doing this thing. Four times. If I, if Four were, times in an hour and 20 minutes. If we're driving to Orlando. <laughs> let me ask you a question. If we're driving to Orlando today. Yeah. Hour, 20 minute drive. Yeah. And I grab your wheel four times. Just. Out of nowhere, just touch your wheel. Second time, I'm pulling. I'm pulling. You're gonna be like, you have a problem. You're gonna sit in the back. You got a problem. Yeah. (laughs) This guy kicked the pedals four times, and he knew they're there. I told him, I go. Oh, I know what they were. Hey, you want to back up your chair a little bit so you don't kick the pedals? 
I didn't want to crush the guy behind me either. Okay, well, very thoughtful. Well, listen, <laughs> we're, we're going to agree to disagree. Okay, agree everybody to disagree. knows me and yeah. I, that Lewis is wrong, so all you listeners know <laughs> that. Everybody knows so, me and that Lewis is wrong. Well, okay, I mean, that, 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 that made that one all easy. Right, all right, now, he, now Lewis asked to come on today because he heard Monday's show, yeah. and we had a lot of comments about that show, yeah. and uh, Lewis was saying, wait, now, let me give you tell you why they call Lewis... Stingy, very stingy Lewis. Yeah. Now, everybody knows you, Lewis, when you were on this show about the aliens. And they yeah. used to call him Alien Lewis. Yeah. But we had to change his name because we're down in the Keys. We're four guys. And they got bare assets. They got, you know, the strip clubs and stuff. Now, we walking by. Nothing really bad. We want, you know, dances. Like a $20 dance you get at a, at a, at a strip club. Well, they wanted $40. $40. Is that too much, that, Larry? What? Are you kidding as me? As far as dances go? I mean, you better get something more than that for $40. Ah, I don't know about I all mean, that. Now, you, now you're asking 40, for... Listen, uh, $40 is crazy. Come on, Dev. Would you... You didn't, but would you no. ever pay $40? $40? For it's two minutes, three minutes. I mean, <laughs> Guys, inflation, gas prices are up. What are you yeah, talking about? Yeah, but about? if you do the math, this is like eight or $900 an hour you're paying. Yeah, uh, it's She's cr- not a... What is she How long me, is a lap dance? See, I, I got to be honest before before anything. I got to be honest to you guys and the audience. Never been to a strip club. Never had a lap dance. So I don't know the process. How long does Isn't it usually that go? Sad? For, for Isn't all, that sad? Isn't that sad? Why is that sad? No, it's not. Because it, Honestly, you didn't. You haven't lost... You haven't... Believe me. No, it's no big deal. It's I don't a waste even like of time. It. it is. It's a waste of time. So what but, are we talking about? Like, how long is a lap well, dance? Well, let me tell you what happened. We're getting off track. Yeah. So a lap dance well, is, I'm just trying to build yeah, value people, for no, the lady. 40 the, bucks? The people, no. There's no value. The girl comes and talks. They, they play one song for three minutes. Yeah. And she dances in front of you. She takes her clothes off. You don't touch her. You can't touch her. You can't do anything like that. And I don't want to. I'd expect but, that. Yeah. And, and then, you know, and that's it. And then they'll ask you for another one. You want to, Before you know it, you spend two, three hundred dollars. It, it, for nothing. Forget it. Forget the game. But anyway, so Lewis was on the prowl. Uh, we got to remember, this is early. We were messed up. Were we messed up? Yeah, we had fun. Big time fun. Yeah, you had a lot more fun than I did. I did. <laughs> you had a fly. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. So we were on the way, and we can't find Lewis. We cannot find Lewis. Cha-Cha is walking down the street going to the just looking for Lewis. And he goes up to a person, doesn't say his name. I'm looking for my friend. And the lady, an Oriental lady goes, who? Lewis? Lewis very stingy. Because Lewis was arguing with them and on purpose. And they would bring a price down. He goes, nope, not good enough. I think he was just (laughs) fucking with them. I wasn't. But first of all, the reason why they they couldn't find me is because it's like herding cats, these guys. Everywhere you go, it's like, let's go here. Okay. And then I'd start walking out the door and, uh, you know, they're eating pizza. They're doing whatever. And they're very, very, just randomly, very slow, these guys. And so I would leave. Right. Just go by myself. You're on the move. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to sit here, you know, watch you guys eat pizza. I mean, these guys. So (laughs) I get down there and that's true. And the person who said I was stingy was actually not even the person that I had the, so the word spread. Well, the word spread oh, the whole, <laughs> all of the Vol Street. There's a picture. Of yeah, Lewis there's a sign on with a cross about it. Don't go near this guy. Yeah, yeah, but no. I mean, would you pay? I mean, forty dollars for two or three minutes? That's a long. Time. I just don't know. I, I it's feel a long like, time. I feel like forty bucks well, is not we, a lot. Do we of agree money. on that whole part of we the agree. situation? We agree. We agree. And I mean, listen, listen. If, hold on a second. Hold on. I, I, I'm not done talking about the price because. 
forty dollars. How much crack is forty dollars? How much crack? I mean, what, what are they getting? I have no idea. How much That's crack what I, my point is. is yeah, but that not all. They're not. You know, this, she was she was fine. She, but but still, if you figure it out, that's like nine hundred bucks an hour. And I don't get you know accounting advice. I don't get legal advice. That's a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, you want to come here on a big. That's a lot of money. <laughs> so you didn't want to pay that. And this uh, apparently Oriental. He's right about that. So that part of the story, he's right. Oh, okay. that's right. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll, let's move on. Random lady says no because they found out that she was. <laughs> she told all her friends. She, she so, told her friends that guy over there. Yeah, yeah, she told every, She told everybody. <laughs> okay, all right, that makes sense. They yeah, gotta look out every, for each other. She told. Yeah, they're looking out for each other. So she she told everybody that. Uh, so okay, but what I what I came here for is because the walk home was an absolute disaster. This guy and I googled it. Point five. Point that six. Was, you did Google because Laz pointed. He said it the other. Point Laz, six on Map. Laz was Map Quest. Laz was already. Yeah, MapQuest. That's another thing. This guy thinks that MapQuest is still, you know. Which we thought about this the other day. We talked about this. And here's a question for you. How do you even know what the fuck MapQuest is? By the time you came out of prison, we were using Google. No, yeah. no, no. MapQuest was at 2007. MapQuest was out. I got out in 2007. That's the first thing. Remember, they didn't have iPhones. They, I had a Razor flip phone. Maybe he just caught the very end of MapQuest. Hey, so we were joking. Yeah, that's funny. Because that he said MapQuest like four or five times that weekend. We're like, Matt, what do you keep talking about MapQuest? Because like, it's on Map- your phone, MapQuest. MapQuest, it is not on your phone. I Nobody's see. used MapQuest. In, There's in no way you have I MapQuest I thought that was phone. MapQuest. No, so see, that's Apple Maps. Maps. It says Maps. Apple Maps. That's MapQuest. Uh, yeah. No, that's Apple Maps. And you know, MapQuest is on my computer. The website. I look. No, I looked it up. It's. A, yeah, I could hit the right thing. Okay. There and so I the guy. Know. Whatever. So we're walking home. It's point five miles. Point six. Go to your point. Your map quest. I mean, Laz never was there, so he doesn't know exactly where he did it. Uh, we got to trust an Re- outside regar- source. Regardless. So what's what's a half a <laughs> half a mile walk is what ten minutes? No. Mm-mm. I mean, yeah. If you're walking slow, sure. Slow. Maybe yeah. seven minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Slow. Sure. I swear that walk home was at least thirty minutes. At least, maybe even 40 minutes. What this it, guy walked 10 steps. He'd start complaining. And then I, he'd say, I want down, an Uber. And then he said, Yeah, he, I go, dude, you, we call Uber and the, and the guy can see the, the hotel. No, the trip can't be less than a mile. Right. This guy, you can't do that. Yeah. You know? It, it, anyway, so we're walking home. <laughs> this guy walks 10 feet and then he starts complaining. And then he starts complaining, oh, how hot it is, and this and that. And he would sit down. Was it 100 degrees? Did we have air conditioning anywhere? It wasn't as hot as, it wasn't as hot as, I mean, it was hot. It was, we're in Florida, you know? But at At three in the morning. Two in the morning, three in the morning, whatever time it was. Anyway, so the guy stops every 10 feet. And we, and Larry and I, Chacha, we were like, what's this guy doing? He'd sit down, he'd sit down on a stoop. And then a couple times he got confused and thought he was at the hotel. And so he started walking up the st- and we're now you're at the wrong place. You know, come back this way. This happened a couple times? Oh, several times. And then <laughs> I don't remember times. that part. Yeah, but you know the worst part about it was there was t- at least three or four times where he walked into the middle of the street, right? To complain or you know, whatever he was doing. And then he had to walk back to the sidewalk we were at. I'm like, you just wasted. <laughs> 15 steps. Like, we are, that's how slow we were going. Right, right. It was that slow. But now, let me just. So don't let him. Don't let him. Let me chime yeah. in. First of all, yes, I can map quest it right here to next. Stop you know, saying map quest. Whatever. It's, everybody knows what map quest is. So you go from map quest and you can move, and it's point six on, on the right way. But Lewis takes us on a trip around a block. That's not he true. Didn't do. So now, Lewis, 
No. I mean, we're going. I said, wait, I can't walk a lot. That's you know, a I got a bad back. You know all that. Yeah. I can't walk. I said, Lewis, this can't be far. No, it's right around the corner, right? Cha-cha. This show. I said, you guys are fucking with me. You're fucking with me. Now you guys, because right around the corner, we hit the next corner. You think you it's that? No, the it's another round of corner. Took him around the block. He took, a, he took me for a trip. And you know detour, what happened? Detour, detour. I was so hot. <laughs> First of all, we were drinking. You know, you know, that was true. But it was so hot. All day. I mean, we are drenched. I mean, when I say drenched, we were drenched. I got home and jumped in the pool. And, and oh, that's another problem. I heard about that. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's so another problem. problem. That's another problem. You didn't say how you jumped in the pool. Yeah. So, in the morning, I went to sleep. And I wake up in the morning and Laz goes, because I get up early. You know, I was going to go get my little juice or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cha-cha puked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I wake up early and I go, and Laz goes, hey, man. Uh, Larry's clothes, they're all outside. I go, what do you mean? He goes, everything. I go, he, he was <laughs> naked out there? What's he? So we figured out that apparently he was so hot, he disrobed, took everything off. <laughs> disrobed. Yeah, decided to go in the nude. <laughs> okay. Well, right. listen, first of all, let me... Let, Which let, is weird. Well, no, what's not, not weird? Why, why, why is that weird? First of all, it's a hostel, that whatever it is. <laughs> and second of all, I had a... Climb up Mount Everest to get to these freaking things. That's number one. How many stairs? Oh, at least seven. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No. So what happened was we had no air conditioning in his room. I can't. I can't imagine. How do you like that? I can't imagine that. I can't. I mean, Lewis, it it was bad. What is it? How is that even possible? You stay there a lot, don't you? Yeah, but normally the rooms have like a mini split. Like so. So he. We just. You guys found the only room that's like a sweat box. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Is there a window? The window is the the little unit. It's a little unit this big. Yeah. Four guys in this big guy. It had a window unit, but it wasn't basically. It didn't do anything good. Zero. He took his mattress off the top bunk and put it on the floor. That is true. So everybody just knows we got this straight. Yeah. I walked too far. You know, I, I mean, it was so hot. So just for the audience sake, Lewis came here and didn't prove a thing. We have a judge here today. We have a <laughs> chief judge of the 18th Judicial Circuit. She's and when she sits down at that thing, I'm going to ask her if he proved his case. <laughs> I didn't prove she case. didn't hear. She didn't hear the original, hear the original uh, show. Story. Don't put her on the spot. I know. This has nothing to do yeah, with her, Larry. Really, Don't, yeah. He's just looking for an out. Yeah, he no, is. I think you no got out. out. <laughs> Lewis, you realize you took, you took me on case a closed. trip. Thank you. I will say I was under some uh, influence. He was of under a lot duress. Of drugs. Yeah, yeah he was under drugs. He was under duress. We drank the cheapest booze. That is true. We could not buy real booze. They, you could not buy real booze in the keys. Real booze, we could not buy. Correct? Yeah, they're like it's. But, like, but that's the thing. You're you're assuming it's not real booze. No, it was not. Real no, booze. he's right. I mean, you you can't get like a quality like cocktail or drink. Or, or, you know, it's all like you know high end alcohol. Yeah, you like Bud Light or you know. No, that's just the beer was okay. That yeah. was that was sealed. They got robbed from us. But the cha cha. But no, as far as the booze itself, you can't get a. You know, good like a Tito's or something. It's not Tito's. It's 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 garbage. Whatever it is is garbage. Yeah. It was garbage booze, and it gave me a headache. And I'm getting older, and I'm the older one. I'm ten years older. Ten. I'm twenty years older than him. All right? No, you're forty three. Forty. I'll be forty five next month. Forty five. So I'm sixty. Yeah. So I mean, I had to walk all the. I should have took the Uber. I I learned they, something. They I learned come. a lesson. We're no, just- the la- at the end they're right. I wanted an Uber when I could see the place, and they said you can't do that because then they're gonna think you're fucking with them. 
you know. I think it's like a mile. No, because you no, have to no, tell no, them no. where you're going. The whole keys is is short. Are you kidding me? They have Ubers all over that place. I just think it would have been a problem. You know, you're calling an Uber to go a, a block. You know? Well, I don't think you proved your case. Okay, all right, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> that's all I got to say. Thanks for he, having me. He, he wanted he wanted to set the record yeah, straight. That's it. We'll see you at lunch. <laughs> yeah, man, I'll see you at lunch. I'm gonna hang out for a little bit. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We got uh, now. We're gonna transition. As everybody knows, this is the real deal. <laughs> With Larry Lawton. So we don't cut. We don't edit. I'm letting you know that. There's no cut, no edit. So obviously you're a judge. You're, 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 you're going to do everything right. Uh, Are we going to do the all rise thing? No, I'm just no, kidding. no. I'm just kidding. Kidding. Okay, let me let you know who we have on today. We got uh, Chief Judge of the 18th Judicial Circuit, Jessica Rex Seedler. I have to, I guess, Rex Seedler, right? Spanning right. it right, right? Yep. And I know you right. for so long, and I never. I know, 12 years. Yeah. 13 years. Is 13, it that long? No, actually, 13 years. Because I remember speaking at your drug court, and yes. I love that. You, you, you really care. Uh, let, me, let me just go a little bit about Jessica. and we, We're going to put up some stuff on her. And uh, first of all, her qualifications are off the charts. You can look at her website. It's uh, Jessica4, the number four, judge.com. Jessica4, judge. And she's the chief judge of the 18th Judicial Circuit. Amazing. First female chief judge out of Seminole County. Judge of the Year by Central Florida Women Lawyers 2021. Uh, Distinguished Service Award by the Florida Council of Crime and Delinquency. Yeah, I, I don't that know what that in, is. That was in 2020. 2020, that's a, yeah. That's a, uh, with uh, essentially people within the law enforcement, legal community, uh, as uh, mainly law enforcement. Okay, and that, that's pretty big. Dorsed by the Brevard County Sheriff's Ivy, Seminole County Sheriff, there is Lima. Seminole County. And also, <laughs> this is a great one. You're endorsed by Phil Archer, who I know, who's yes. the state attorney for the 18th Judicial Circuit. But the guy you're running against, I don't even know his name, I don't care about his name. He worked for him, but Archer endorsed you. Correct. He's his former boss. I, I think that says it all. I mean, I'm not going to, you know, get into, you know, what, what you, you know, as the canon laws, and you know them very well, you can't disparage people. I mean, I can, <laughs> but it, I, I'm not on those, but you don't, and you have respect for people, and that's what I, I always respected. Whenever you go in your courtroom, you, you treated everybody with respect, whether it's a criminal, whether it's the defense, the prosecutor, you treated everybody's them Everybody's a all. person. Absolutely. Everybody's a human being. I have a question with that on, uh, uh, about what you did. Why did you become, like, what inspires someone? And you're young. Well, I'm not, I'm not, I know as, we, 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 ta we talked about this when yeah, I said, I'm you older than he is. You said I could say it. I know you yeah, didn't mind. I'm be 50 this year. She'd be 50. She's a beautiful woman. You see it. And I, I, I never thought you were that old. You, you, obviously nobody you. does. That's nobody does though. You. Thank you very you, much. Nobody does though. You know that. So I have people tell me that they think I'm younger than I am. So they don't think I'm as experienced as I am. I have, I have essentially Almost 25 years of legal experience. That's what I wanted to talk about. You, you, you know, you became a judge. Why did you become a judge? What, what, what inspired you to become a judge? Honestly, it was a uh, American history project when I was 12 years old. So I decided studying the Constitution. Uh, my teacher was Ms. Shaker. I, you remember? I remember. And I decided that I wanted to become a judge. And as a matter of fact, it was so known that I wanted to become a judge that when I graduated high school, one of my former teachers gave me a crystal owl with a note that said, may all your decisions be wise, and a gavel with a note that said, may you exercise the right temperament. And when I got elected in 2010, they now sent in my chambers. Wow. Wow. That is pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. You know, when I studied the law, I did the law for 10 years, you know, mm -hmm. and, and Judge Silverman and I, we debate them. Uh, when, when President Kennedy appointed 70 new federal judges, 
he he said he wanted to appoint people who can understand justice with mercy. There is a you know that's the most important quality in a judge is is tempering justice with mercy and compassion Be, and the mercy. I, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. assuming he meant yes. the, the compassion. And and you have that. So you were a young girl. So you did you like literally say? I mean, did you picture yourself in a robe? I mean, when I see you on the bench, no. you're up there, and I'm like. Look at her. Well, you don't picture the black robe idea, but I don't think I did that necessarily. I mean, I wanted to be a judge. I wanted to honestly make sure, fight for justice, make a difference. Uh, I felt that judges could make a difference in people's lives, which we do. I mean, we're dealing, depending on what division we're in, if we're in criminal, you're dealing with somebody's freedoms. If you're in family, you're dealing with somebody's uh, livelihood as far as their family, their kids, uh, the time sharing or custody. And if you're in civil, you're dealing with property or money. So there are so many aspects that you can affect people's lives as a judge. And I always say that nobody really pays attention to the judges until they're in front of one and they want a good one. That, that is true. Most people don't know their names. And, and I was telling somebody how the law works. Judges are like in the appellate court and the Supreme Court. They're just affirmed yes or no. It, they don't have a vote for they don't elect someone because they're appointed to begin with. No, not all judges. Not, no, just the, but uh, Supreme the Court. The yeah, Supreme yeah, yeah. Court, yes, yes. So, and the appellate division, they ran, but then they were appointed to the appellate division by the no, governor. Well, they're appointed. They could be a lawyer appointed directly to the uh, Court of Appeals. That happens as well. Oh, I never heard so of that. So we do, there are, there are some lawyers within the state, like, for instance, Justice Kennedy, who is a Supreme Court justice, was our former chief justice for the last four years, uh, was appointed directly to the first DCA. He wasn't a trial judge beforehand. Uh, we also have Jim Edwards, who was a trial lawyer uh, who's on the 5th District Court of Appeals. And he was a trial lawyer appointed to uh, the 5th DCA. And he's direct still to the DCA. So you, just, so you can be appointed. You could have a lawyer appointed directly to the Florida Supreme Court. Uh, it, you don't have to be a judge in the state of uh, prior to be an appellate judge in the state of Florida. Oh, see, I thought you had to at least do those positions. I know, you know, of course, to get a lawyer, you have to be a member, honor member of the bar and all that, upstanding member of the bar, to run for judge. Mm-hmm. And it's an elected position in, in the county or circuit. In, there's, in the no, there's no legal requirement. You have to only be a member of the bar uh, in good standing for 10 years to be a circuit judge or an appellate judge or the Supreme Court justice. Uh, and a county judge is seven years, so it's only to be a lawyer. It's not necess- There's no requirement to be a judge. It's just more common that somebody is a judge beforehand. A uh, question. Before you were a judge, what did you do? Uh, I was a lawyer, a trial lawyer. Essentially, uh, I started off at the state attorney's office, actually in the Ninth Circuit, even though I lived in Seminole. Uh, oh, so you traveled a little I bit. I traveled. Uh, and and then I went into private practice afterwards, and I pretty much did the gamut uh, from what law? That's what I, was I did uh, mostly civil litigation, but also criminal defense. But I did probate litigation, commercial construction litigation, as well as personal injury and insurance defense. Um, I'm board certified in civil trial, which is I'm a jury trial expert by the Florida Bar. I a civil jury trial expert, and essentially. A lot of people think that, uh, you know, just like doctors, all lawyers are board certified, only 5% of the entire population of lawyers, of lawyers, of 109,000 lawyers, are board certified at all in any field. And I can tell you, uh, for being civil jury trial experts, board certified in civil trial, only approximately 120 women in this entire state of Florida, and I'm one of them. Wow, congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you. You know, know, when I I talk about lawyers, you know, we'll debate... You know, I think they've made, I think the law schools have just flooded the the law, the system with lawyers. We have too many. 
We have 109, like you said, 109,000 lawyers, and they keep keep bringing the you know taking the bar exam twice a year and stuff instead of taking that and slowing down that process because obviously it's 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 a really a dog eat dog world out there and we all right. know that as guys who deal with lawyers and I deal with lawyers and a lot of my friends are lawyers so we'll sit there and especially South Florida I know a couple of judges and a couple of lawyers and stuff like that down there and and we, we talk about how can they stop it it you know obviously it takes time but they just put too many to begin with because obviously for money and stuff like that because now they're it, it, it's they're cannibalizing each other. You know, you're getting one lawyer gets out of law school. He's not that qualified. He's undercutting a guy who's got a lot of experience just because he's out there and he has to make a living. And before you know it, you got bad lawyering. And that's where judges, and that's where I'm coming back to you, judges have to have that experience to let this, let, let's get this right, you know, because there's somebody's life, like you said, either somebody's life is at stake or somebody's money's at stake or, again, child custody or something of that nature. And you see people go crazy. I mean, I watch people commit suicide. I watch when I was in prison, obviously federal is a whole different animal. You know that they're appointed and they're appointed for life. They never can get kicked off that bench unless they do an Al C. Hastings, you know, something how do, crazy. How, how, how does how do you feel about that? Uh, how do I feel about what? About federal judges not beaten once they're elected. That's it. And not elected. Not, I mean appointed, appointed, I'm sorry. Yeah, appointed. Well, I can't state, uh, unfortunately, we're very limited on what our opinions, uh, what we're about, sure. allowed to state. Yeah. I mean, people have pros and cons and different opinions in regards to appointment versus uh, elected. I, I, I can say the appointment process is a different process because, of course, you have to have individuals that you know within the committee, but then also you'll have to have, uh, hopefully, individuals who can also contact the governor on your behalf as well. So, whereas the election process, the election process is... But the, the, the governor doesn't appoint the, a, a federal judge? No, the, the president appoints yeah. the, the federal, right. federal yeah, judges. That, well, that, so, essentially, the, the Senate then has to, confirm. has to confirm. So, it's a it's a completely different process. I mean, I've never been through it. I know other individuals who are federal judges who have been through it. Uh, and I, I know, know they do, uh, you know, a, a, a great deal of background investigation on them uh, before the confirming process. Sure. Well, you know, I, I'm a I'm a believer in our system because it, it, again, the only way they can mess up is it, they have to be impeached. And I was actually in Congress when they were impeaching a judge. They were, I came out and were talking about my program, and a couple of guys uh, came out Florida, a congressman and stuff. They were actually in the middle of impeaching a federal judge. Very rare, though. It's very rare. Alcee Hastings was impeached, and then he became a congressman. <laughs> Goes to show you how crazy the system is. But in that regard. They don't have to do the campaigning. They don't have, and they're more, listen, when you have a judge who's open to say to a president of the United States, you can't do that. You will never get an elected official to do that. I mean, obviously he's an elected, but you take a federal judge, he don't care if it, he's going by the law. He, he, they're really good with the federal. Uh, listen, I did federal law for 10 years. I, I had a, a federal judge come into the prison we were in and he actually gave us lessons on how to get into the Supreme. I got into the Supreme Court. So, and how to do that, you know, like I was telling somebody the other day, what you do is you, you find a case that one justice wrote, a, a, wrote an opinion on saying I ruled wrongly on the Almadero one case, mm -hmm. the Almadero Torres case, immigration case. And then you, you actually send the case to that judge's clerk and of course the Supreme Court clerk and that judge fights because the federal judge says how they work is the Supreme Court, they all go into a room and they fight for the cases they want to be heard. There's only 3% of cases that get heard. So they're going to fight it. If somebody's putting, he can't, he's telling people when he does that opinion, 
I want somebody to come in front of me. I, I want to correct my, my bad choice, you know, bad mistake. But anyway, the understanding that is different. We're, we're back to you. I'm sorry about that. Mm-hmm. I'm back to you as a judge here. Uh, now, you, you're the chief judge. Yes. How do you deal with all those egos? <laughs> I had to ask it. a good question. That's a great question. You yeah. know, you're talking about all of these people are elected, so they, they won their election. And now, I guess you run the schedules and you run certain... Well, I don't, I don't run the schedules. Essentially, first of all, the way I do things, I'm, I'm not uh, a dictator type of a chief judge. I, I, I so <laughs> the way everything goes is, is I usually ask for input with all the judges if anything needs to be done. Uh, for instance, um, uh, there was a circumstance earlier this year in looking at numbers and talking to each of the judges uh, as chief judge uh, that we had issues with COVID. And in in, um, Brevard, uh, the judges were, based on the numbers, a little bit more uh, concerned regarding the numbers and specifically what was going on within the courthouse, uh, that they preferred to, uh, at that point, to stop jury trials, Uh, whereas Seminole uh, did not. And based upon the numbers and what was going on in the courthouse, uh, I understood it and so what I did is I provided for there was jury trials were still moving forward with social distancing within Seminole uh, and in Brevard we stopped jury trials for a period of time and uh, stopped also some of the aspects um, of transports with from the jail for criminal and uh, I did get a little bit of uh, feedback and slack on that I, I remember that because I text you yeah and I told you great job because you need somebody to to take the bull by the horn. Somebody's got to make that decision. But it, it, the way I look at it is I, my job is to also uh, be the ver- voice for my judges as well as the voice for the citizens. So uh, we did have COVID going through the courthouse. As a matter of fact, we had a, one of our deputies who passed away um, Sorry, yeah. during that mm-hmm. time of COVID. So there was a lot of concern uh, and because of COVID. So there was a lot of concern within the Brevard Courthouse. So I, I went to my judges. That's what they wanted. I, I know the concern with the citizens. So based on, on that, I did. And I was uh, actually questioned because why am I doing one thing in one county and I'm doing another thing in another county? So I don't do things by dictatorship. I do take into account everybody. But at the same time, I'll defend my decision and I'll defend my judges. Uh, absolutely. You have to. Always. I tell people that when you make a decision, you should be able to. We talk about that a lot. Defend your decision. And, and like I had to defend against Lewis. But the, uh, with, with you, now we're going to go more with the judges. So now you're in charge of the county judges as well as the circuit It's all judges. of the circuit. So the circuit encompasses all of Seminole, all of Brevard. So I, as all of the judges in each county, I essentially overseeing, so to speak, but at the same time, they do their own dockets. They do their, uh, have control over what they want to do and autonomy on what they want to do. Only if there are issues that somehow are brought to my attention, I would go talk with them about it and address, which happens sometimes as well. Uh, but essentially, it's all of Brevard and all of Seminole. I'm also dealing as chief judge, you deal with budgetary concerns, you deal and specifically in Seminole, I had to, we had issues because we're building a new courthouse or, or going to be renovating our old courthouse and taking the civil courthouse and placing it inside the criminal. Uh, and I, I had issues where they weren't building for growth, so I had to go to the county commission and appeal to the county commission and argue before the county commission for them to do some more expansion to allow for us to have auto- enough growth for the future uh, and dealing literally with the architects, the plans, the need study, everything. Wow. 
And so there are other aspects of it that are not necessarily administrative over the judges dealing with everything with the courthouses and, and the other aspects of the county. And also working with the clerks. Rachel Sadoff in Brevard is an amazing clerk. Absolutely, uh, she and I know I work her. very well together. Actually, Grant Malloy is great. I'm very lucky to be blessed with two great clerks. So even when there were times of COVID, having to deal with the circumstances and how we were going to handle everything with the courts, um, able to consult with them and deal with them at, and talk with them on a regular basis, and uh, they've been wonderful. So w- when you deal with judges, obviously, if there's a problem, do you discipline them? No, that's not my job. Who would so, discipline a judge? So, well, Supreme Court, ultimately. Supreme Court, ultimately. Uh, and we do have uh, an ethics commission that deals with that if there's any issues um, that the state of Florida has. Uh, and the Judicial Qualifications Commission. But I can say there are suggestions, advice, indications, talks that I have had, um, but it's not my job to discipline. So what they do with that discussion is entirely up to them, and then it can go from there. Uh, So, uh, But normally there isn't uh, any indication where there hasn't been something that I've suggested that hasn't been um, hasn't been done. Uh, uh, here's a question my audience is going to want to know because they're all over the world. Uh, you're the chief judge of the 18 judicial circuits, 20 circuits. To let everybody know, in the state of Florida, there's 20 judicial circuits, and they were run by a state attorney, a public defender, and yeah, the, the judges system and stuff. The is it run this way in pretty much every state? I mean, you would know. I mean, I'm sure you every, go to conferences well, every, and stuff. Every state varies. Um, so essentially, I mean, a lot, everybody has, you have your trial courts, you have your, and you have, some call them districts, some call them circuits, what they're called is different, but ultimately you have your trial courts, your appellate courts, and your Supreme Courts. So all of that is, is essentially. It's set up like the government, like the federal government, yeah. just the mini so federal it's all, government. It's a, it's a basis. For instance, when you were talking about appointments, though, our appointments to the Supreme Court and to the appellate courts, they're appointed, but every six years they are voted for retention. So it's not a re-election, it's not an election, but you can vote for a retention. And if they did not meet the retention number, then they would be removed from office. So is it like a score that they keep for them or something? It's a percentage. Percentage, So essentially okay. they have to get a certain percentage of the vote. Got it. Um, that Of the people that do vote for them, of course, uh, they get a certain percentage of the vote and they're retained. But it's never, we've never had a judge I, who has not been retained in the state of Florida in any I, of the I was just, I looked oh, okay, that up last you. night. I was just going to say that. That's a, I was telling your retention, yes or no. You know, do you want him? Do you think he's doing a good job? Keep him, yes, or get rid of him? No, never has. I looked that up. Never has a judge lost, like get kicked out. From well, I, then, then I want to ask who who's voting? Is this all the people? The people. So everybody vote, votes when you vote you on vote. your ballot. When right. you go to vote on your ballot uh, during a, an election year, whether it be gubernatorial or a presidential election, you will have. Never mind. For instance, I'm up for election this year, mm-hmm. but it's a regular election, so you're either voting for me or my opponent. Uh, but for the re- judges that are up for retention in the appellate courts, it would say, do you wish to retain the name of the judge? Gotcha. And then you would have a yes or a no. Right. And so out of the people who voted in that judicial race, if they were, you had that certain percentage where they're retained, then that means that that judge stays retained. Wow, so Florida's happy with their judges. Well, I don't know if it's that or people don't care. I just like, I'd like to know the number. You know, I, I couldn't I couldn't find that number of what the percentage of votes he has to have to be retained. You know, I couldn't find it. Yeah, it's and sixty uh, sixty two percent, I believe, would have to uh, say get out. 
Yes. Yeah, because I know it wasn't a 50-50 split. Sure. And because, you know, people don't care. I guarantee you go to your, I guarantee, see, I know a couple of the judges, but most people don't even know any of them. I, I, I knew uh, Kennedy and uh, I golfed with him actually at my golf club. I knew the and, ones I've uh, seen. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's most people don't know their judge. Most people don't know their judges until they're in front of one on a good one. But I right. can tell you, a lot of judges may get criticism for decisions, and a lot of people may not understand the legalities of the circumstances or have all of the information. And judges, for the most part, we're just trying to do what's right and trying to make the best decision with the evidence that we have before us. And our job is not to apply the law differently. It's to interpret the law and apply the law as we see it. If you don't like the law, then that means you need to go to the legislature and ask them to change it. But there are times, and I guarantee every judge has had this situation at least once, where they have followed a law that they may not have agreed with, but that's our job is to follow the law. It is not to go and change the law or misapply it. So that's, we're just trying to do the best with what we've got. But uh, uh, with that said, I'm a believer in like, when, when I, the local people and the judges, these are the people that affect us the most. You know, not the presidential race, not even the Senate race, which is the state of Florida. Yes, but your local congressman, your state representative, your judge. I believe everybody, when, when they go into that ballot, you get a ballot pre, usually sent to your house or wherever it is. You should look them up, Google them. Google that person and see what they did, see what their record is. Because once you vote somebody in, Tough to get rid of them, and you have to. And, and the judges now they just moved the. It used to be four years for county judges. Now they moved that to six. Mm-hmm. It's now six years. You got that person for six years, and you know people don't know, and they just hit a number because it's a top of the ballot or some shit. And all of a sudden you got a shitty judge, and and it's happened many times. And then you know then you're wondering why you get either bad decisions or or a person. Look at their compassion. Look at what a person what their past has been about. Look at, you know, where they've been, what their qualifications are, like, obviously. I'd say the best way is to look at the qualifications on the websites. With all due respect, uh, sometimes the press may sensationalize things and, again, may not have all the information or provide all the information. I can speak from experience on that. Uh, So I think the best thing is looking at their, their qualifications on there. And if you want, you could always go into a courthouse and watch them because it's public courtrooms and it's fun actually a lot of people like it you can so you're you're able to see them but i i i can tell you that yes uh, essentially that's what i mean the judges are definitely trying to do just everything they can with their job well you know i i I understand canon the law you know your rules for elections are canon Mm -hmm. i don't believe in them i think that you should be able to get up there and debate your opponent in some way or another okay well i can't speak to i know i know i can i'm just speaking what i believe because I want to know what a person, like, how do you know when you can't say something? I can't, if I was going against you, I couldn't say, you know, he, he fucked up the, the, the website seven times, you know. You can't do that. You can't say he fucked up cases. You can't talk negative about it. And I'm not talking about a negative campaign. I'm talking about a debate where there's two intelligent people. I want to see who's going to make the right choice. Maybe ask them about their personal life. I'm glad you're well, here because so, we, we're doing that. So this is the logic for it. Um, the logic is this. If you are, uh, for instance, you dropped the remote, Larry. Sorry about that. Okay. (laughs) The real deal. This, this, everything just happens as it happens. (laughs) You know that's what we're known for. We don't cut. I tell guests what you say. If you fuck up something bad, you're gonna be all over the internet. So I obviously judges are okay. I can't Uh, use that part though because you. (laughs) 
Well, I can say that better. <laughs> I tell people the, the real deal. It is the real deal. Uh, and we don't cut. And so, everybody loves that. So to apply as far as what you're saying when you're asking for a debate, this is the issue. Um, for instance, I, I was talking with somebody recently, and they said that they want to try and petition or appeal for judges to be able to say even what party they're in, because we're not in Florida even allowed to say what party we're, we're at. But think Isn't about it. Isn't it public we record, had, though? We had, it the, is public record. As your voter records are. If can, I know your name, I should be able to look it up. You, you can look it up. But we're still not allowed to disclose it. And they don't, so and they don't put an R and a D next to their name yeah, or, so or an None of that is next to our name. Gotcha. So on the ballots. But the issue is, for instance, if you have a Bush Gore situation and you're in the state of Florida, then you're going to have one party trying to recuse the other party or disqualify the other party based upon what political party they are. So that's the logic behind it. Same thing with opinions. If, you, if we state our opinions or we have a debate on the opinions, well, it may be an opinion based upon a certain, political, a certain type of factual scenario, but then we get a case in front of us, and that may not be exactly that factual scenario, so it may differ because it, everything's a case-by-case basis. It's not the same. It's not cookie-cutter for every situation. And then you will have someone trying to disqualify you based upon the fact that you made a, a statement regarding your opinions. So they try and keep it for judges and judicial races, which I understand is, is difficult for us as candidates to run, but it's also to keep it so there were, there's no indication as to any biases or anything considered, so that way we can make sure and, and decide the cases fairly. But you, I agree with That's you. That's a You're good saying, way of no, no, she put it great, yeah. but I disagree with it because me as the voter, I want to know what's going on. How much research do I have to do on a judge, on any candidate I'm going to do? You have to look at a case. Listen, I want to know your qualifications. Obviously, they're on your website. Mm -hmm. But I would love to see you just sit at a, a podium and just talk to another person or have questions thrown at both of you. That maybe you guys can agree on the questions or not. A debate that says it's not about a case, not about this. Put certain things up there that we can look at the two people up there and see how they're going to handle it. See what they're, you know, they're, uh, they're real, how they're going to react to a question, how quick they're on their feet. Because you have to be quick on your feet you as do. a judge. But, but at the same time, for instance, you can have a conversation. You can have two people having a conversation like we are. And you can tell a lot about a person and what type of person Absolutely. they are. Absolutely. That's why I wanted you on. What type of candidate they are without them disclosing all of their opinions. So even you and I having this conversation, talking about my background, talking about who I am, that tells a lot about who the candidate is as well. So there are other ways, I think, and I, and I understand the logic, especially now running a campaign. I, I ran a campaign 12 years ago, and I was elected. I was there. I helped I was you, elected 12 years yeah. ago, yes. And that, Has it been that long yeah, ago? Yeah, we met in the first campaign. I thought it was last so one. It, I was elected 12 years ago, but I, I ran, started running 13. Wow. So, um, and we, so we've known each other 13 years. Yeah, because I remember helping you in that campaign. And then, uh, and now I'm running a campaign again, but also being a judge and seeing how issues come before you, how people will attempt, even just on a ruling you make, if they disagree your, with yeah, your try ruling, to twist try, it and and stuff. try and disqualify someone off a case. And so there are different, so adding more fuel to the fire, so to speak, as I've as I have become more of an experienced judge, I understand the logic more behind it. I honestly, when I first got to the bench, I didn't understand it as much, but now I now I more so do. Well, I, I love that answer. I mean, I can't. I, it, I gotta it, be honest. It's a with very you. logical answer. I I really like keeping your opinions out of it. I think I think you make a great point. 
as to why they shouldn't be. I, 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 see, I see what you're saying. In a sense, it's almost like it makes sense. It's common, common sense says, I should be able to debate you based on everything that we know because you're going to sit there and you're going to judge people and you're going to, you know. They're very important people. But, you know, in my opinion, you know, and, and this, is, this is an opinion of somebody who's not in the know, right? You guys understand a lot more of this than I do, obviously. But the listeners are going to be on my side. They're going to be the people who don't know. Um, because they don't pay attention to it. And I think it's important that, uh, that you keep your opinions uh, outside of your running for to be a judge because you are representing the law and not your opinions. Right. Yeah, and, and so I, if we're doing our job, our opinions don't matter. Exactly. So I, 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 I'm not I agree saying with it. 100% on that, but they can come up with a whole entire questionnaire or they can come up with questions of character and stuff like that on a podium. We do, we do have judicial forums. I've been to judicial forums where my opponent and myself have been there. Um, and other candidates. So we've had... Um, and, and somebody will ask each one of you a question? Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't so even know a, that. they ask questions, but they can't ask opinion questions. Right. 100% agree so with that. So, yes, we do have... Well, I've, I've been to two judicial forums this um, this, this cycle. cycle. Oh, good for you. Okay, I didn't know that. Because, you know, that's one... My thing is, I want to see who they are. I want to get right. a little bit knowledge. Listen, I'm not going to spend so much time on, on it. And and obviously, in uh, Judge uh, Rex, Rexiler's case... She's running in both counties. She's running in Brevard and Seminole because it's the circuit. And normally a county judge has to only run in, in Brevard County and vice versa. So people over here who don't know you, uh, they go, oh, we don't know her. I mean, and then they don't know anybody. They, they just pick names because it's an Italian name or it's a whatever name. And, and that's, an that's Italian it, You know name. what I'm getting at? It's crazy yeah. sometimes. Yeah. And, and I look at I talk to people at bars and we talk. You know how our group is. We sit down, we debate things, and, and we're all very successful people, very, you know, done our things. And, and we can't understand somebody saying, who the fuck is that? You know? And how much, and you're about the best at it because you're not, you're a computer nut. And he, can, he was a, he's a hacker. Uh, <laughs> well, we get into that. You know, he can find out everything, you know, and that's what's good. We'll actually say to him, what is it about? Find out everything out, and then we Judge, I, I don't break the law. No, not anymore. Of course not. <laughs> not anymore. Uh, but now I'm a couple more questions I want with you. What was your most embarrassing moment in the court? Uh, I don't know. But I, I can say probably the first, very, very first time I went on the bench. My, uh, my uh, judicial assistant gave me my docket, and my docket had said, uh, the, had the state attorney's name near the word, the name of the case. And so I had actually said state of Florida versus that state attorney. So everybody, everybody in, the, in the courtroom laughed. And that was literally my first time that I walked out. So, but yeah. So that, that, that is, a big, you know, I always That's tell people one. when, you know, I was in federal court and, you know, when it says United States of America versus you, oh fuck, you're in trouble. Same with Florida, I mean, but not like United States of America. And that's what they're using. The I don't want anybody name. against me. Yeah, Literally, it could I mean, be my I, next door neighbor. I just don't want I it. I don't want so. it anymore. Uh, did you, I mean, I know this is embarrassing. Because not embarrassing. Did you ever have to go to the bathroom so bad and something was hot so bad you had to, I got to get out of here. Like, I know me. I've been on the, I've been, I've been on the radio. I'm, I'm doing this with my legs and shit. I go, just, just, I can't because you got a flow going. I will, I'll take a recess if I need that. But right. I've had, I've told people in the middle of something, I've had a juror raise their hand. And be like, I have to go to the bathroom. I, I got to okay, go. Okay, we'll take a few minute okay. recess. So, so yeah, do, do that. I'm thinking, you know, how I would look at it. If you got to, you got to. When you got to go, you got to go. Another question here, good one. How do you not take it personally? You know, there's cases with 
child abuse, uh, uh, some say, I know what you do at the drug court. You're great. You, I love the way you handle drug court, and that's why I go to speak at it. And also, I like that you know you, you have compassion and, and you give that second chance and third chance, whatever it takes you. I've, I've seen you with the people in the room. I've been in the chambers with you, and I'm like, that lady cares. That woman cares. Drug court's my 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 favorite aspect. Though. You're the longest serving drug court judge, I, correct? I am. So I've been drug court judge literally for almost eleven years, and I'm the. It used to be when only when a judge was in criminal that you had drug court. When they moved, they would give it up to whomever else came another judge in criminal. Uh, and when I left criminal and went to civil, I kept it. And then when I came back to civil, and then even being chief, I still kept it. So uh, drug court, it's very rewarding to go through and see the individuals uh, who end up being successful and graduating. It's heartbreaking when some don't. Uh, and I can tell you our drug court in Seminole County is very successful. We have a 6% recidivism rate compared to the 25% national wow, average. That, that's wow, that's amazing, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I do care, we have a great team, a great treatment team uh, that we work with and, and just the individuals from all the liaisons from between the state attorney, the PD, the sheriff's office, as well as treatment and probation. So we work very well together and, uh, and literally emails daily, texts at night, all of that for our, our drug court individuals. But you so. can't duck the question. How do you not take a purse? Because there was a child molester up there. I don't know if I can. It's not. Uh, so first of all. It's hard, huh? It's not a matter of personal because first of all, it's not against me. It's their case against them. And everybody, everybody deserves their day in court. 100%. What, nobody's saying so that. Whether I, and again, the other thing, one of the hardest things about being a judge is you have to show no emotion. So, uh, because you can't show any aspect of any reflection of any bias or anything of that nature when you're in the and middle of a, of, of course, a jury yeah. trial. Uh, so, I will say there are cases that are more uh, difficult to he hear and to listen to. But our job is just to essentially, especially jury trials, we're, as people say, sometimes we're calling balls and strikes. So we're basically looking at the evidence, saying what's coming in, what's not coming in, ruling on the evidentiary issues, the jury issues. It's not our job to decide guilt or innocence. So it's not personal to me because I'm not making that decision. I am in family because that's a non-jury issue. So I'm saying who's getting custody and who's not. But I don't take it personally because I'm doing the best job that I can. I'm basing it on the evidence that's what I'm looking at. It's not personal against me. And I think that's a big thing with lawyers too. That's an issue nowadays. Even when I was a lawyer before I got on the bench, I, it's, it's, as people say, it's business. It's not personal. It's, our, it's my job. My job is to follow the law. My job is to apply the law. So the law is not personal. It's, it's set aside there and that's what we're supposed to do. Now, does that mean that some heart-wrenching cases are harder to listen to? They are, but but at the same time, you know, time, I'm pushing back just because I did the law for so long, ten years, and I watched I watched some really corrupt shit in the law, whether it's federal, prosecutor, state attorney, U.S. attorneys, whatever. I'm not going to get into that part of it. It's hard for me to look at a case, and and I used to push cases away when I did cases. I can't do it because it was something that hit me. Now it's different as an attorney. I know, no, I know that part of it. I, I'm just getting. I, I I know you don't take it personal. And I asked Judge Silverman, obviously he's county court. You know, you're yeah. dealing with people with life, life sentences. You're, you're, the, you're the big kahuna. And when I say that, you got murderers and rapists and childless, you know, little shit that would fucking... I, see, I believe in the law's common sense, personally. I think when you take it in that kind of context first, 
we could be a lot better. Like the, the bullshit, some drug laws that we do have and some shit that's just not common sense. Emotion's different than personal. If you're saying that I don't get emotional, that's a different concept to me than taking it personally. So I don't take the cases personally because they're not against, against no, I, I, I agree that. or I any agree. of that or offensive towards me. It's, in, it's the sense of, so I'm doing my job and following the law. Now, are there cases that, yes, I had, I'll, I can give you an example. My very first, um, there was, I had a child abuse case when I first started uh, that uh, at the time was a very emotional case. And I made sure, of course, you can't show emotion as a judge. And it was within the first few months. And at that time, it was pretty pub, uh, high publicity, at least locally. And uh, the, it was a week-long trial, and I listened to all of the evidence. The defendant was found guilty. Uh, and I remember going home and my husband asking me what was the verdict, and I just burst into tears. So not so holding that, you have, there's still emotion, but uh, that's not necessarily. Now, the difference is, is also I've now over the 12 years, you've you also learn. I was a new judge at that point, but and you're hold, human, and you're, and you're human, human. But holding that emotion in was difficult. You actually, and uh, and tempering your your demeanor throughout the course of a trial. You honestly, it's a different way of thinking on this side of the bench than it is on the other side of the bench. And you really, it probably takes about six months to train your mind, your energy level, because also you you are rather than being a lawyer and just paying attention to your witness and your and your client, or maybe the jury, as a judge, you're paying attention to the witness, the client, the jury, the deputy, the gallery, the clerk. You're on yeah. at all times, no matter what's going on. That the first six months, I think, I went to bed at like eight o'clock every night, and I'm not a early early bird person. So uh, you, were, you were spent. It, 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 it was spent. You. It, yeah. it mentally, it, it spends you. I, so I couldn't you do it. To, you have to train your mind uh, in order to be able to to do that. So it's just, but at the same time, like I said, it's, it's a matter of, um, the, you, uh, there is an emotional factor. Yes. So you do see there, the emotions, you can have those emotions. You just, you know, learn to not show them because you're not supposed to show any judicial bias, but some cases are emotional on what happens. Well, you know, but uh, it has to be. I mean, I, I asked that question because I think it like, I know of, uh, my, uh, son-in-law, uh, you know, he's a firefighter, lieutenant in the fire department, and, and he went on a case where it was an 11-year-old kid that was brutally, 11-month-old baby, 11 months old, brutally raped and ripped apart. Like, mm. you know, I, he, and that hit him. That, that hit him. I mean, it really hit him hard. And, and I, feel, I feel it because when you hear enough, I, I lived around this shit. I lived around animals, so I understand it. And I used to have to catch myself and want to kill somebody, you know, or do something to somebody. Because, you know, we all have past. Everything ha everybody has different things. So I look at that. But I, I think you answered that good. Have you ever been threatened? Yes. Uh, You've been I've threatened? Been, yes. Did you have to have security and all yes. that? Wow, yes. what happened? So um, I was, I had a, um, for, a one percenter uh, motorcycle case, motorcycle gang case. Uh, where there were uh, there was a murder and there were four men who were um, charged with first degree murder, and there were witnesses that were shot and I was getting death threats and um, so I had twenty four hour surveillance. I, we have a great both counties. We have great sheriffs um, in Brevard and Seminole, but they had me. I was on twenty four hour surveillance during that time because it threatened myself and my family. Um, we we'll get you know, and there are other times judges have gotten threats as well. Of course, 
Um, they were on the news about yeah. the judge got killed. A couple of judges got killed in the last few years. Mm-hmm. And judge walked right to the house and said, shot the person. Formerly yeah. Judge Nelson, who was on the Zimmerman case. I was actually the first judge on the Zimmerman case, but had to yeah, disqualify recuse yourself, myself, yeah. recuse myself um, or grant the motion to disqualify. And Judge Nelson eventually was on it, and she had a 24-hour Security. surveillance. But even during the Zimmerman case, I had a, a bit because they even sent something that we had an- – we we thought could have been anthrax, but it was itching powder that they sent to my chambers just in a, wow. in an envelope. Yeah. See, I mean, the, and, and for what, I mean, you know, it's, you know, listen, judge it's open. Judges make 180,000 at the 179,000. Am I right? As of July 1st. Right. Fucking putting your life on a line. You know, that's not, that's not, you know, the money is going to change the world. You know, obviously you do it for the right reason. And I having mean, to keep your demeanor at bay. Oh, and all this stuff. I mean, can't I, talk I about your opinions you and can't have somebody buy your lunch. I just could not imagine. You guys, it's a tough job. It's a tough it's job. A tough job. Yeah, I agree with you. For and sure. Another question. Who's the craziest person you've uh, ever had in court? Oh, I don't... I, I, one crazy uh, that'd probably be a little bit difficult. I, I mean, I, the, <laughs> I have had, I had not I me. Had, you can't say me. I had me. an individual who <laughs> refused to give his name, and uh, at one time was claiming to be a sovereign citizen, but then walking back and forth behind the courtroom. Actually, he didn't claim to be a sovereign citizen. He was stating some of the laws as I, if he I was. seen them in prison. Those guys. And um, but the issue was, is he was causing such a disruption. I told him more than once that. He needed to leave the courtroom because he was basically yelling, going and back uh, the courtroom. And uh, when then I uh, instructed him more than once, and I told him to leave. Then ended up having to find him in contempt, direct contempt, because he was uh, making such a fuss with everybody in the courtroom. The deputies tried to get him to leave, and to the point where he was strong arming the deputies. It took five deputies to take him down in my courtroom. Sheesh! Wow. I mean, you, you, and then he you, was arrested. For yeah, you see some crazy, and, and and they are crazy. I was in prison with crazy people, literally. Yeah. I mean, you know, do stuff. I have one guy try and jump over the railing because um, the prisoners are in the railing. Tried yeah. to jump over the railing to get to me. <laughs> I mean, you've had different, you've had different things. Yeah, we got deputies fat. Another question: Have you ever been offered a bribe? No, never. never. Nobody came. No, uh, even suggested it. No, never. You know, like maybe it was a suggestion. I, I think I don't, I, and I can tell you this, probably if if they ever thought of it, they would know I would never do it, yeah. so I don't even think they'd try and approach. I, I, you know, you know. But no, never. I, it's funny because, you know, as, as an old gangster, I had a mayor. I mean, the mayor I had in my pocket, I mean, it was great. And then we had it was uh, it was great. We had We had the head of school board security, then it became the sheriff back in the day, back down south. It was part of what we did, and, and you know, I we never went to the judges because we never had to get to that point. We got it before, before they went there, you know, and before see, you. And, and the difference now, is, and it's not a bad idea. I mean, if I was back in the game, I might get me a few judges. I mean, you should. I've had people <laughs> even asked to buy me lunch. I don't. I, I don't, know you I guys don't are like do that. lunch, but and the thing is, is. I took a, they would know too, I don't need it. I took a pay cut to get this oh, job. Yeah, I so, know, yeah. I mean, it's it's not something, I don't do it for the money. Well, so it, it's for the record, bribery is not with money mostly. Yeah. It's with other Very, things. Oh, that's you know? true. Yeah, Where'd that's you? rookie moves. Money don't move people. Right. Tried to bribe Dan Marino. Didn't work. Because <laughs> I make $5 million. What can you pay me? <laughs> you don't know, get that, you can't do it. Uh, but that that is not. Uh we're gonna we're gonna wrap up because I I just want to ask you one more question: Is there anything you're gonna do different, or is is, is just 
keep it going. Keep, keep, you know, we need judges like you. I've seen you on the bench. I watched you in action. I don't like changing when I know what I got. It's right. like, you know, why jump over the fence when you know the grass is real green here? You know, right. it's just my, that's my view. And that's why, again, I support you because I watched you in action, watched you in cases. I've come to your court. I've been in the back. I've watched your, with, with, no, with, no people, with nobody there, you're still the same person. You're still a person that's in that chambers, you know, doing the right thing. I call it doing the right thing. I try to myself always, you know me a long time. And I try to as much as I can, try to help as many people as I can. And you do the same. So is, is, it, is it just going to go or do you have any different plans for the next, let's say, six years? Well, I still would like to do as far as this, of course, after the election. But my biggest thing on making changes that I'm focusing on right now, especially as chief judge, is our mental health facilities and our uh, addiction facilities and both uh, in the circuit and both Brevard and Seminole counties are lacking. They're actually better in Brevard than they are in Seminole, but we don't even have, I don't know if people know what Baker Acts and Marchman's are, but people are Baker Acted and they're taking to a crisis stabilization. That, that when they're ba- just uh, on drugs. So, no, no, a Baker no, Act. So Baker Explain Act a Baker Act. Right. Big, I know what a Baker, so Baker Act, Act is. Well, the audience is, don't. Ba- Baker Act is when someone has a mental health, a mental illness or a mental health crisis, issue. Right. And they have a crisis where they are threatening to hurt themselves or they are threatening to hurt others. And they are essentially a danger to the community that their family member can petition to ask them to be committed, essentially, or, or taken 72 for 72 hours. hours, and then there will be a hearing. Or law enforcement, they can have law enforcement come, and law enforcement can deem them, and then it's a law enforcement Baker Act. It's a and big taking, deal. Like, it does taking, a lot to you, right? Yeah, it stays with you forever. Very bad. It's on your record forever, right. but it's taken to, it's because you're essentially threatening your life or someone else's, right. or injury or hurt, hurting someone. Marchman is different because Marchman is, it's similar, but it's dealing with addiction. So it's somebody who is, uh, has such an addiction that they do not realize how addicted they are, that they're hurting themselves and are killing themselves. Or because of their addiction, they could also be similar where they're threatening to hurt somebody else or harm somebody else or, or themselves. But that's dealing with addiction. So, but it's the same concept. But they're then taken for five days before they would have a hearing with the five days to a, a crisis facility. Then after the hearing, if it's designated by the treatment facilities that they need treatment, longer treatment, then they can extend out to another facility or even the same facility, depending on long-term treatment. So the issue is, is we do not have the uh, enough. Baker Act and Marchman facilities in our circuit. We actually have no juvenile Marchman facilities in Seminole County at all. So we uh, we drive them from Seminole County to Circles of Care in Brevard County. Wow. So myself as chief judge am trying to work with Sheriff Lima is working I know with at trying to work with uh, some partners in in Seminole County and I know I've talked with also uh, Wayne Ivy as well of improving our system so that way we have the access for our community and our citizens to be able to get the appropriate treatment with Baker Acts and Marchman's and improve our facilities and, or create more facilities and especially for the juveniles because during COVID 
the numbers increased for Baker X and Marchman, specifically even for juveniles. And the Marchman I found very hard to do because, you know, it, it, it is a fine line if a person's that fucked up. Is it really somebody trying to, again, is there's money involved, there's institutions involved. Baker Act, it's an incident. If they're really out of control right now, you can be there for 24 hours, they calm down, they're not going to commit suicide, a counselor talks them, they're gone. Marchman, you're telling somebody they're so fucked up on a drug or something this. Now, are they or not? Usually they go through detox. And so there's a whole different animal with Marchman Act. I I dealt with them with, of course, juveniles all the time. And it's hard because I I don't know if a lot of them need it. A lot of them need the counseling of the family just as much as they do. They're on drugs because half of the shit in the family. But the Uh, difference is, too, with with Marchman's, it's harder because... Baker Act, usually you have a mental illness. Sometimes it's because somebody's off a of medication or you can do something and diagnose them and they can get treatment and go on a medication and improves the mental illness. Marchman, you've got to have that person have, be committed to staying clean. Right. And that's a totally different situation because that depends more on them than it does everybody else. Right. We all know, you know, the first, the first part of fixing an addiction issue is you got to recognize you have an addiction issue. Right. And a lot don't. And I think sometimes we over push that too. Somebody might not. There are many people I know who can do drugs, control them, do certain things for their whole lives, and they're just as normal as you and I. And it's just about the chemical or the, the balance in the brain, I think. There's a well, whole bunch of stuff. Addiction has become a yeah. disability. They recognize yeah. it as a disability, and that's why there's also medically, medically assisted treatment is now becoming more acceptable because they say, you know, like somebody won't go through life and, and they need high blood pressure medication, they need their, their heart medication, you wouldn't tell them to stop taking that. Some people who are addicted may need a Suboxone, a, you know, or whatever or, it is, or right, right, right. Uh, in order to methadone continue. is that one? Um, well, they did it went away. Methadone away. is is still done. Um, it's actually more for as far as more used, at least in our program with. It's used with pregnant women. We've had a pregnant individual because you can't right. use Suboxone and Vitriol because it can hurt the baby. Ah. But methadone doesn't. Wow. But method- I didn't know that. But didn't methadone, know that. methadone is daily. So um, They have methadone clinics, They actually. have methadone clinics or, or, or other facilities. Um, Aspire does it in, in Seminole County, I believe. But they it's daily, whereas Suboxone and Vitriol, you could go a week. Oh, wow. Or you could take your own medi- – you can have the medications. So you could take it on your own – program versus methadone you cannot that's something you Man, need to until have to they sell the clinic, it clinic <laughs> daily <laughs> but so. we hope they don't Interesting. uh judge uh, first of all unbelievable we learned a lot we learned a lot about you uh i even learned some more things and i know a lot about you anyway hard for larry to admit yeah no i mean i know i know it for 13 years <laughs> oh no about her about right, 13 years because yeah, he's come he's come i've had him come and talk because his story is great <laughs> to come and talk to the individuals at drug Multiple court times, yeah. and to inspire them that hey there's life after you can when, change after addiction sure. you can change yeah because that's the whole whole idea is to show that they can change and they can improve because everybody you know in that instance it, it if you it's, and it's great to see the success stories. We have had them. People get their kids back. People be. I was there for a graduation jobs. once, yeah, actually, and, and, uh, and so to have show that we hey, talk about it all the time. After and where he came from and where he is now. Yeah, I mean, that's it, you great. know anybody can do it. I always say I, that. And you so, know, you yeah. can hear people. It gets so quiet in there when yeah. I talk about stories about hiding something up your ass or doing whatever and, or whatever it is. I know, and people. I mean, it's even coming from different financial backgrounds. I mean, I I came from food stamps, and I. That's, I love I mean, your success story. So when I told my mom I wanted to be a judge, she said, well, you better get scholarships because that's the only way we're afford to go to college. And you college. did. And I did. Good for you. Smart and beautiful. Here's a question now. Thank Last you. one. Thank you. Okay. Last one. Last one. What is it? 
Is he guilty? <laughs> is Louis is Louis Gavantes that and, okay. we, and we call him Stingy Louis? I'm gonna ask you. Uh oh. So you said you had 40 hours of flying lessons. Yes. And meanwhile, you hit the pedals four times, knowing that you're not supposed oh, to hit the pedals. Oh, very good. Oh, got him. Good one. Yes, I know the pedals. I can if I put my foot on them. When you when you fly, you're actually there, you know. And but in his plane, to defense of me, his plane is as small as a Cessna. I think. I, is it bigger? It's bigger than a Cessna. It's Get big, it right. Get it right. Bigger. Tell me I don't right, know. Lewis. Trust me. Trust me. It was small. Maybe I'm bigger than I was. <laughs> Listen to me. My father's you, bigger than you. Never touches the pedals. I see. You oh. Okay, so uh, did he still prove his case about the walking? Well, see, I didn't hear really your side of the walking. It's just that you guys went around the block. Yeah, I, thank you. Once. You went around the block a bunch of times. But he's so saying that they didn't, a, so it's hearsay. So it's a he said. It's he, a he said, said she said. said. Uh, he said. So where, where, where do you where do you where do you fall on it? I'm not. I'm not saying. Oh come on, the judge got to rule. Put the hammer down. God convict Honestly, me. Honestly, okay. So you admitted more than once that you were extremely intoxicated and inebriated. A memory goes into effect when you're extremely inebriated. So this is that's not something fair, that I look hey. at. And I, and I was preparing for a flight the next day, so I was not. He was not. I, I mean, so he was so he was sober, or, or and and you were, or, or at least under more the influence, and, and you were inebriated from what you had said, or extremely intoxicated. So that makes the idea of the memory look a little skewed to me. Oh, wow. Larry, you know, guilty. I know. <laughs> you know, I got to take the judge. She's a judge, and uh, she's the chief judge, and she... I guess I'm guilty, right? Uh, am I, I, I guilty? It's not a guilt or innocence, but I look at what's before me. You, it doesn't you know, make a difference. We know that, you so long. It doesn't make a difference that we're friends. It didn't oh. work that I know the judge. See that? It didn't know. Great tie-in. No, <laughs> that was good. No, we had fun. You're, you're great. You always are. A great Thank sport you. and everything we do. Thank you again, Lewis, for stopping in and clarifying that bullshit. And uh, throwing Larry we'll, under we'll the bus. We'll continue at, a, at another time, of course. <laughs> Ben's, great job. Uh, anything to report here? Anything? We got uh, if you're not already on our Discord, get on Discord. It's in the description, all the videos, all the podcasts. If you want more information uh, about the judge, we will have her in website her. in the description so you guys can check it out. Um, for yourself, if you live in Brevard or Seminole County, you owe it to yourself to know the information yeah. and vote. And if you um, want to sign in your yard, you can just sign in and ask for one. There, oh, there you go. go. There you go. So. I got one right in my yard. But also, I'd like to pass on before we go. Uh, we're going to be bringing the news back Monday. Uh, the audience has wanted me to do the news. Now that we're filming, it's easy to do the news. You want to do the news again? They've been asking for it. Right. I, I used to get 20,000 people watching my news show. Right. So now they want it, and they've been asking. And my son says, you got to just do it. It's easy to do. We're not going to change any. You and I are going to do it, actually. Or Davey's going to come here and do uh, it. I think Dave, David's yeah. a better So we're going to do the news in the beginning on Mondays only for, you know, 15 minutes. We do an right. update on the news and the sports. And the, they, I was doing a whole news show, and they loved it. And it was just too much work, you know. So now we're doing this. I think it's it, it's a way to go. Can't Larry likes to work. Larry likes to work. Nah, too much sometimes. So we're <laughs> doing that, everybody. Check that out. The YouTube starts to, uh, tomorrow. This is up now. The YouTube channel. All you guys on Spotify, all this stuff. You're going to be able to see Judge uh, Rex, Rex Idler 
uh, Reg Seedler. I, 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 I was called Jessica. It's okay. I, I but, uh, yeah, just remember Judge Jessica. Nobody Judge ever Jessica, remembers you're right. Seedler. So, uh, the, you know, you're going to be able to see the honor. You can see us, Ben. You're going to see us now. You're going to see the react. You're going to see Lewis, and you can tell he's he's totally lying. Larry, and when you see too that, late for you already. <laughs> the gavel's down on that. Yeah, one. I know. I I, I got to go for an appeal. I tell everybody to, fifth, to make some. I'm good going choices. to the fifth DCA. <laughs> I'm going to go to fifth DCA. All right, everybody, have a great day. Make good choices, please. We don't want to see you. You know, have fun, but make good choices. And we will see you Monday. Take care.